Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Exploring Science and the Sea. The waters of most of the world's oceans are stacked like the layers of a cake. Each layer is a different temperature. The top layer is warm, the bottom layer is cold, and the layer in the middle is a transition zone, the region with the biggest change in temperature. That layer is known as the thermocline. It begins a few hundred feet below the surface and can extend downward for a few thousand feet. The top layer of the oceans is warmed by the sun. Wind and waves churn the waters near the surface, mixing them up. That transfers the heat downward. The exact thickness of the top layer depends on the amount of sunlight it receives, the strength of the winds, and other factors. Events like El Nino can make it a good bit thicker. The bottom layer is always cold. Sunlight doesn't penetrate that deep, and neither does the churning action at the surface. So there's little difference in temperature from the top of that layer to the bottom. The change in the thermocline, on the other hand, can be pretty dramatic, 25 degrees or more from top to bottom. There are actually two types of thermocline. One changes with the seasons. It develops during summer, when the surface is warmer, and vanishes during winter. The other type is there all year long, but it's not found in all the oceans. Close to the poles, the water is always cold from top to bottom, so there's not much layering. Everywhere else, though, the cake is always layered, with the transition zone in the middle. Science in the Sea is a production of the University of Texas Marine Science Institute and is on the web at scienceandthesea.org. I'm Holly Brawley. This is KCAA. Babies First Photos would like to remind listeners drunk driving remains one of the nation's most serious issues. 45% of traffic fatalities recorded in the U.S. are caused by an intoxicated driver. 
you get on the road, remember the three C's of safety, caution, courtesy, and common sense. This reminder, courtesy of Baby's First Photos, serving the area with pride and integrity. To capture those childhood memories to last a lifetime, or for 3D or 4D packages and more, call today at 951-682-0080 or visit babiesfirstphotos.com for more info. That's Baby's First Photos on the air because they truly care. If you're looking for a full or part-time sales position and you have radio, TV, or print media experience, KCAA has a great opportunity waiting for you that pays the highest commissions in the market. KCAA is the only station in the IE that broadcasts on three frequencies, so advertisers receive three ads for one low rate. This makes KCAA a must-buy for every local business. If you're interested in a sales position with us, email CEO at KCAARadio.com. There's something popping up in Redlands, and the word is Moolala, Moolala Boutique. Get ready. It's a twice-yearly pop-up shop that helps over 650 local families sell their children's outgrown items, all on consignment. Prices range from 50 to 90% off retail costs. Clothing, shoes, baby equipment, such as strollers, swings, toys, books, maternity wear, furniture, basically anything pertaining to kids, infants, and children. Moolala Boutique in the Tri-City Center. Most items are gently used, but go through a quality check and the word is moolala www.moolalaboutique.com the moolala boutique is located in the southwest quadrant of the tri-city center where the 10 and the 210 meet in redlands and you'll say moolala in the tri-city center kcaa Absolute Contractors, Inc. remind all area listeners to please get out and donate blood to salute the brave men and women of our armed forces that are overseas. Every pint of blood donated locally can save one or two brave soldiers overseas. So salute our troops. Give back the gift of life by giving the gift of blood. This reminder from Grant Haugen of Absolute Contractors, Inc., a full-service builder with a wide range of experience. For residential and commercial, new construction or remodel, call 909-844-6383. That's Absolute Contractors, on the air because they care. In these days, your dining out choices are limited. Want something mouth-watering good, tasty, convenient, but not the same old, same old? Najwa's Fine Mediterranean Cuisine in Loma Linda has affordable taste sensations and some of the best authentic Mediterranean cuisine around. Fresh, local, healthy, and handmade food made with love and passion in every bite. From delicious beef and chicken kebabs, pitas, excellent hummus, or one of their many other salad soups, shawarma bowls, or sandwiches, Najwa's is the place to go. Najwa's is currently open for takeout only, but keep them in mind for your special events coming up too. Najwa's Caterers, local delicious food all day long. Najwa's Authentic Mediterranean Cuisine, located just off of Anderson and Tippecanoe and the 10 Freeway at 24711 Redlands Boulevard in Loma Linda. Call Najwa's Mediterranean Cuisine. You can order at 909-894-0488. 909-894-0488. Najwa's. Great local food nearby. Take it out all day long. Prologic Radio, your mind spring. Give me less commercials, that's what we need. KCAA Loma Linda. Awesome radio station. The following program on KCAA is pre-recorded. This is a good intro. This is a really good intro. It's Sunday night. 
on KCAA 1050 AM 102.3 and 106.5. Hello, how we doing? Doing good, Sam. How are you, man? All right, I'm doing good. All right, this is the Whatever Works show, and this is your host, Sam Works, and I'm with a special guest. His name is... Sahil Patel. Nice to meet you guys. All right, how are we all feeling tonight? How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. How about you, man? Doing good. Doing good. Did you work today? No, I did not. What did you do today? I just chilled. I was watching the Laker game before I came here, but... Um, you know, I made this prior commitment. I thought they were uh, going to win game five. but All right. We appreciate you, know. you for being here. Yeah. Okay. So, Hill, now he is a, a unique character here in the local empire. Oh, that's sweet. Inland empire. I'm sorry. I said local <laughs> empire. Um, you know, he's – are you from Yukaipa or – Yeah, yeah. I lived in Yukaipa most of my life. Um, born and raised in Fontana. Lived mm-hmm. in Beaumont for a bit and then moved out here. Or moved to Yukaipa. Okay. Yeah. So he's been around for quite some time, and I lived in Yukaipa, Cal Mesa, my whole life. So, you know, I, I recently just met him, and it's kind of crazy because, like, where, where have we been, you know? How come we haven't seen each other or known each other? So, um, you know, when we met, it w- we had a good time, good vibe, good talk, and, you know, we just kept it from there. And so he has a pretty good story. I, w- I just want to, like, talk to you guys about, like, how his experience is in Yukaipa because it's a little different than mine. So... Go ahead. Introduce yourself. Talk about, you know, when in, when you came to Yukaipa, how was it? Um, I mean, like, growing up, for the most part, it was pretty chill. Uh, you know, it's a small town. I was, like, a pretty, like, pretty, like, I would, yeah, I would say sensitive a little bit as a kid growing up. Uh, you know, I kept to myself pretty introverted, awkward. Wasn't, like, I was just, like, yeah, a little weird, stuff like that. Um, then... I went to college. I went to UCSD, uh, studied, like, AI and stuff like that. And then, you know, my whole, like, worldview changed because, like, if you grew up in Yukaipa and, like, you know about the city and, like, being around there, um, it's, like, a lot. It's, like, it's pretty conservative for the most part. Um, And I think, like, as the years have gone by, especially, like, during, like, this recent presidency and stuff, and then, like, going back to Yukaipa, I've definitely noticed a change. Um, it's not like, I wouldn't say it's like so serious, but like, it's like, you know, it's definitely like growing up, I didn't really realize it. I thought for the most part, I grew up with a really good group of guys. Um, really, really good people. I met most, most people like I've gotten to know in Yukaipa, like are amazing people. My neighbors are all fantastic people. Like, you know, um, it's just like kind of like a culture thing. Does that make sense? It's not like really like on an individual level. It's kind of like just that broad, like you get that feeling. It's yeah. hard. It's hard to describe. Yeah, when uh, when I was younger, <clears throat> living in uh, Cal Mason, Yucaipa, it was like a quiet town, you know. And now it's yeah, yeah, for sure. Now it's building up. Yeah, you know? it really is. It's expanding a lot. It yeah. really is. The people hear Yucaipa's voice for sure. Um, actually, a lot of things happened in Yucaipa re- like the past couple like year or so. You know, not even with like COVID, but just like all like the politics and like the riots and stuff. Yeah, yeah for sure, and definitely has. That was, that was a crazy time. Were you, like, affected by that or anything? or? Um, for the most part, I really don't pay attention to what other people do. I'm just not that kind of person. Um, it only, like, like, I obviously like to, like, you know, watch the news, you know, keep up to date on, like, politics, uh, just to see what's going on, you know, just try to stay, like, uh, educated. It's like, I'm, like, when I go vote and stuff, I'm not just, like, staring at the ballot blind, not knowing what, what the heck is going on. <laughs> yeah. So what, what news do you watch? Um, I try to watch like independent stuff like on YouTube. Uh, there's this guy who does podcasts. He's actually been on Joe Rogan's podcast. His name is Kyle Kalinske. 
Um, I really like the way he thinks, and okay. I think his I think he's just his approach is really really cool. Um, he talks about a lot of interesting stuff that not a lot of big mainstream media people talk about often, like. Like what? Can you give us an example? Um, one example, real like it's like super specific. I don't know a lot of stuff about it, but there's a, I think there's, an increase of like U.S. commando, which is like special forces, like you know Marine Recon, U.S. Navy SEALs, Delta Force stuff like that. I don't right. even know if Delta Force is a thing, but whatever. Regardless, yep. like special forces, um, there's an increase of like activity in North or like in Africa because they're trying to like set up basically, like air bases for drones to like, um go into the Middle East and, like, do strikes and stuff. Because, like, it was, like, pre like Obama, like, when he was president, he, like, upped up, like, the drone, like, strike. Percentage. I'm shocked. Yeah, no, but, like, <laughs> no, the thing is, is, like, it, it's, like, super aggressive stuff, but it's, like, it's increased by, I think, like, what he was talking about on his show. It's increased by, like, 400% um, during this last administration. And so, like, they're trying to, like, basically set up, like, places so where they can, like, have, like, efficient ways of, like, doing drone strikes. Dang, that like, is from crazy. From Africa to the Middle East. Or at least that's what, like, he was talking about. Don't quote me. This is, like, what I heard. So, yeah. <laughs> right. Everything we say on here is, um, yeah. No, I mean, obviously, what he talked about was from an article. Um, I read the article, but, yeah, that's what they were talking about. So. And where does, like, he get his sources from? I think his, that one was, uh, like, Washington Post or Telegram. I forget which one it was. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, Washington Post, that's, that's the one right there. That's the one you got to look at. Yeah, I mean, like, I... Most of it, like, all of his stuff is, like, legitimate sources for the most part, like, New York Times. Uh, I mean, he's well-credited. He's ran, like, AOC's campaign and stuff like that and, like, helped her out when mm -hmm. she was, like, running for Congress and stuff. So he's he's a well-known, like, you know, political media guy. He's, just, he's more behind the scenes and doesn't really, like, he's not, like, you know, like, Anderson Cooper or anything like that. You know, he's not just, like, a face <laughs> CNN type. Yeah, no, nah, he's more cool, calm, and collected, you know, undercover type stuff. Yeah, and also he's super funny. That's why I like his show a lot, too. Like, he just says stuff in, like, a really funny way. Hmm. That's pretty good. So going back to you going like growing up, can you describe like, is it because of your ethnicity? Was it that challenging or did that have no part in Yukaipo? Did that all just like, I mean, like, blend in? I, um, it's like, you know, when I was growing up, people would like, you know, make fun of me for being Indian. They would like call me like random stuff. I remember when I was like doing junior usher stuff in like at Yukaipo high school, um, like this one random senior, cause like I was a junior usher and like, I was like helping during like the basically graduation practice, like the day before, like junior ushers get to take their finals early and like help out with the graduation. Mm. I remember we were like doing the practice graduation and like this random dude, like call me Mufasa and it's like, like weird <laughs> stuff. Like, yeah. It's like stupid okay. stuff like that. Like yeah. that happened all the time. Like people would like call me like random names and like, I'm like, dude, that's not my name. And then like none of my friends ever did that to me. And like, I still like my core group of friends like that I created like through like my life here at Yukaipa, like to middle school through high school. Mm -hmm. I still talk to these guys every day. Like right. they're they're like my really good friends. They're probably not watching this, but shout out to them anyways. They're a real good group of guys. So thank you guys <laughs> for that. I really appreciate that. Good stuff. And <laughs> and if you guys want to watch this or uh, listen in again, you can just go on the kcaradio.com. There's click on my podcast. And yeah, yeah, you can download it. You can send it. I threw the link on my discords that they all see it. So a bunch of people saw it. So hopefully they're listening. If they're not, thanks, guys. I really appreciate that. <laughs> Someone's going to hear it. They're going to pass it down. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so you survived middle school. You came through high school. And now you went through San Diego University, right? No, UC San Diego. Uh, uh, I didn't go to state. I'm not that cool. I went to the super nerdy school, you know, studied a bunch. 
That's yeah. good though. That's right. That's right. And your friends, what your friends kind of do like the similar thing, like. Um. Yeah. So like, one of my really good friends right now, he's doing his PhD at UCR in physics. Um. He does like super cool stuff that I can't even like begin to think about. Like he does like stuff for like quantum physics research and super super gnarly things. Um. One of my other friends, Yale Law School, super smart. But it's like it's really nice having a group of guys like this around me because it's like. Um, Good work ethic, you know, good inspiration and like keeps you on. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Track. Yeah, definitely keeps me keeps me on track for sure. Keeps me inspired. A little, you know, envious at times, but I think that's a good thing to have that kind of like drive, you so, know, to be successful. So what do you do? Um, so recently I just got hired at a... Um, like part-time at a recruitment company um, in LA. I'm doing like data analytics. I study computer science at UCSD. So basically what I do is like find trends in data using like machine learning and AI to like make like things like market-driven decisions and stuff like that. Like if I can't obviously talk about super specific stuff because I'm not allowed to, but yeah. Shh. <laughs> He's a <laughs> secret service. That's what it is. That's pretty good, man. And like that that's like your life career, right? What you're doing? Is the AI work in the computer um, science work? Yeah, I definitely want to pursue it. Uh, I think, like, I want to work for a couple of years, probably go back to grad school. Because, uh, like, AI is, like, a lot of it's, like, it's a pretty new and up-and-coming field in general. Um, mm -hmm. Even though a lot of the math and stuff for it was developed in the 90s and, like, early 2000s, it's always, it's continuously developing. That's how technology is. And so, especially, like, with the advents of, like, AI and how um, powerful of a, like, tool and, like, way of, like, doing things it is, like, it's so... Like you can use it for so many different things, like in the medical field, um, businesses, uh, you know, social media, a bunch of things, advertisements. They all use AI in some way or another. Like it's just becoming like the thing because it's it's just crazy. Okay, so two things: the is that like is that affected by five G? Does that do anything with five G, or is that even like relevant? No, five G is like. Um, like basically internet service stuff. So that's like okay. different hardware. So like, like you know how like cell phone towers like emit radio waves and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like five G is basically just another like type of connection system that's just faster than what Wi Fi and stuff is, or like the four G. So it's basically like upgraded cell towers. Okay. That's like that's what like EE kids do. I'm pretty sure like electrical engineering and stuff like that. Hmm. But yeah, there's like you can do, yeah, like five G is like. Yeah, that's like just. Uh, I'm pretty just sure that's just internet stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Scratch that. No, you're good. Because like I, when I was looking, like I heard that 5G helps with um, like AI, like in terms of like the information technology. information getting processed faster. Yeah. Like okay. from like server to server, it definitely would help. Yeah. Cause yeah. I know we talked about this before about like stocks and stuff, but um, I invested and like looked into stuff for like 5G and AI because. That that is like the next coming up thing. Yeah, yeah it definitely you know? is. It definitely is. But um, I know your view on that is not really like strong, right? 
Or like in terms of like investing into like companies going into AI or like yeah, because like or no, like definitely invest into companies going into AI. Like using AI to predict stocks is like a whole different thing. That's like mm. it's like a huge like like it's like it's like a misconception that like you can use AI to predict stocks easily, but it's like it's super complicated and it requires like really really complicated stuff that but like I mean, PhDs do. I mean, like, like since you're like doing it, you kind of know like the background behind it, you know, so you can like, you know, companies that will be like doing well, right? Yeah, yeah, like in stocks, you're just putting them, you're putting money into like something that you believe, like believe is gonna like. Yeah, and I think that's return. a good way to approach like investing in a stock is like understanding a company and like what they're getting into and seeing if like that, mm. like the things they're investing in, like the technologies they're investing in are gonna be like something profitable. Like that's like, that's a, that's a like, I gotta give you a kudos to that, dude. That's, another that's a one, smart way to do another it. one is uh, like what I put into stocks is the buildings, like, mm -hmm you know, people that build the houses and stuff. Like I drive around town, I drive around the state and I see like certain companies building all around, you know what I mean? So I look into that and I, you know, it's pretty cool. Like I'm in, I'm into stocks a little bit, you feel me? But I know it's, it is a dangerous game, you know? So, I mean, it's like, it's dangerous if you let it be like most yeah. like, you know, like reasonable investors will like invest for long term and like have it as like a long term thing that mm -hmm. like that's what like a 401 401k is right it's like stock options or at least i'm pretty sure that's how it works right i think you like give the money to the company to like put it in the own yeah and to like, like to like sure. invest it and then like you get a retirement back so like that's what most people would do and like it, it's a smart idea like having multiple sources of income is never do you have thing. like a, a savings or anything like that yeah i do so um you know, when I was like interning and stuff in college, I put some stuff into my savings. I invest into stocks too. I have some money in stocks. Uh, I buy and sell clothes. Uh, okay, there which you is, go. Well, I don't do it as much right now. Um, I stopped like when COVID hit, obviously, and I stopped when I graduated college because mm -hmm. I had less clients because I was mostly selling to kids at my college. And yeah. that, that was pretty profitable, right? Yeah, I mean, it was able to like pay for my fraternity dues and like, you know, just like all my other extra stuff that I wanted to do in college when I went to have fun, like go to Coachella, stuff like that. So, so if people are listening and they want to like try to try to make some extra money, you know, how, how would they do what you're doing? It's hard, dude. You, you got to like, you got to really get into it. It's also super expensive. So it's like, if you're not willing to like put in the work for it, um, it's difficult. Like I got lucky cause when I first started getting into it, uh, I made that like big investment to get a bot to like, you know, get stuff like Supreme. Obviously I probably shouldn't be talking about this, but no, I'm just kidding. It's not that bad. Uh, you know, but it's like, it's hard to get like really popular stuff because it sells out super quick. Right. Um, if you don't have access to like the stores, like if you're not living in like New York, you can't go to like Supreme to like the store on drops on the day and like camp it out and buy stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but it's the real stuff that you buy. You don't buy no like fakes or anything, right? No, yeah. It's like I, legitimate I, stuff. I buy it off the website. It's good business. Yeah, yeah it's definitely like, it, it's, it's like, it's not steady per se but it's like if you make like if you know what you're doing and like you can get like the right stuff you can make a good flip like especially on shoes and stuff like that or like collector things um you can make a decent amount of money but it's just like stuff sells out quick so you got to be like really on top of it and really be paying attention to like what's coming up and things like that what about um like making your own clothing line i would have no clue no um, no idea I, i'm not creative at all in that sense i have no artistic expression whatsoever i can barely play the guitar man I'm pretty good on the saxophone, though. I'm not going to lie. I okay. played that for a okay. while. Yeah. Did, what, did you learn that in, like, uh, elementary, middle school or something? Or? Yeah, that's when I started. And my neighbor used to play in, like, a jazz band. And so he taught me a lot, too, which is pretty cool. So, yeah. Did you guys play together or what? Yeah, he taught me a lot, actually. I would go to his house. Like, he lived, like, right across my street. He was, like, this old, like, 50-year-old dude. 
super cool guy. Yeah. Oh, he's old. Yeah, he was. Like, oh, okay. I thought he was like your age or something. No, no, no. He was like we've known him forever. And like whenever I when I heard when he told like when he heard that I started picking up the saxophone, he's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, let me teach you. And I'm like, for free. And I'm like, for free. Because yeah. I know like my parents have told me he's like really really good. And my dad like loves jazz music. He, my dad listened. I love his taste in music. It's like you know old like classic rock like. Right. Um, you know, he loves Eric Clapton. Like he loves, like, you know, Brit blues. He loves like blues in general, like Buddy Guy, BB King. That's like the kind of music I grew mm. up with. So like, I mean, I'm a big rap head, but it's nice to have that like kind of background going. Yeah, it, it yeah. kind of like soothes the mind almost a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. He's a big Pink Floyd guy too. I love Pink mm. Floyd because of him. Yeah. Yeah. No, Pink Pink Floyd is a. Uh, it's good when you're on certain things. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean. Like, knowing, that's, knowing, that's what I've been told. Not, you know? <laughs> knowing my dad, I'm pretty sure he had a great time in college. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure based on the music he was listening to. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah, a lot of people like the '70s or '80s, you know, and you wonder why. But um, yeah, no, right. I like, to be honest, like when I'm not with like a group of people, I like listening to like oldies music. Okay. Yeah. You know, like '92, three KKLH. It's like the classics, you know. Okay. okay. Um, but I do have like my my dark side, you know, like the rap side and stuff like that, because like that's what I that's why I like bump around the around the street, around the town, <laughs> around the town. But windows up though, you know, I don't <laughs> I don't do windows down. So um, really, I love listening to music with my windows down. Like really? on a nice day, yeah, when the air is like when the weather's nice outside. I mean, I try not to be too loud because I'd be kind of just mean. Uh, well, I mean, when you're on the freeway, like um, oh yeah, forget that. I no, couldn't do that on the freeway. No, one time we're in tra- one time we're in traffic, and it was like it was late. We're we're like in LA, and bumper to bumper, we're we're bored. You know, it was late. We're tired, but so I just rolled down the windows. I turned up some songs. We started dancing. Right, <laughs> we're trying to make sure everyone's seeing. And then, like a little thing that I learned is, you know, the dance, the Macarena. Yeah, yeah. You can hit the Macarena to any song, any beat, and it'll be on point. Cause it's yeah. just like a, it's like an account. You yeah, know it's what just mean? like account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. it's like when people are driving by, they just see a full car, just like people doing the macarena <laughs> to some like rap music or whatever. Like, you know what? The what are these kids <laughs> doing? <laughs> That's pretty cool, man. <laughs> yeah, the time went by fast after that. That it was, was kind of cool. That is pretty cool. That's yeah, pretty cool. We're coming back from the beach, and we went out there for a couple days. Mm-hmm. Man, the first okay, one of the worst times I had at the beach. Worst experience. So, I move out, right? Mm-hmm. Move out of my house. Mm-hmm. Well, I, w- I moved into my friend's house, and then I moved out of it because it was just too much. Yeah, yeah. So, I was like, I'm going to go to the beach. I-, I didn't know where I was going to go. So, I was like, I'm going to go to the beach for three days. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know? Took my cousin with me. We go out there, and it was like six in the morning, right? There was no, there was no red curb. No parking sign, no nothing, okay? Mm-hmm. And I saw a car parked right there. It was by a sidewalk. I yeah. parked right there. We go to the beach, a couple hours. We go back. I'm barefoot, by the way. Wallet's in the car. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I walk over. Car's gone. Oh, yeah. dude, <laughs> I was what? tripping. I was like, this is not this is not happening. <laughs> you really? like, wait, I'm pretty sure I parked here. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. And so I look right, I look left, and I see a tow truck oh, down the street. dude. I started, <laughs> I was running. Just like sprinted. Like, yeah, man, it was so crazy. Because like LA, the streets are not like, 
fresh you know they're they're kind of like beat up a little yeah, crumbly, so, beat up. yeah, yeah so my feet were hurting so i stopped the tow truck guy my car was not on his back of the tow truck but i was like hey have you seen a car that was parked here you know blah 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 he's like well if it was parked here then yeah because apparently it was like a highway or something i don't know oh was it like it was like four it was like two lanes yeah, both sides yeah. you know i get what you're saying but he said after eight o'clock we tow him you feel me? Oh. So I was like, dang. He's like, uh, there, here's here's my card. You can go check it. It's like a two-mile, two-and-a-half-mile walk, mm-hmm. barefoot. You feel Dude, like, oh, were you shoes in the car or something? Yeah, oh, <laughs> it was bad. Oh, so no. I get there. It turns out it's there. You feel me? Yeah. And I was like, hey, um, you know, I got to get my card. It got impounded. They're like, where's your wallet? I was like, it's in the car. You feel me? It, took, it was like $386 to get out. Oh, dude, what? That yeah. is crazy. But they didn't, like, when I came in with, like, no shoes and stuff, they were like, <laughs> like <laughs> who's this not, homeless guy coming in? <laughs> yeah, trying to act like, you don't have a wallet, you don't have any ID. <laughs> like, everything was taken. You know? <laughs> That's so funny. Dang. Anywho, we're about but, to go on break. We'll, we'll come back and we'll continue the story. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening on KCAA. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, K292FQ Riverside, and K293CF Moreno Valley. Can antibiotic medicines, long hailed as miracle drugs, be too much of a good thing? Yes. Two factors are at work here. First, bacteria, one of the earliest forms of life on Earth, are miracles in their own right, with a stunning ability to outsmart the antibiotic drugs through rapid evolution. Second, is the rather dull inclination of us supposedly superior humans to overuse and misuse antibiotic medicines. Every time we take an antibiotic to kill some bad bacteria that is infecting our bodies, a few of the infectious germs are naturally resistant to the drug. So they survive, multiply, and become a colony of superbugs that antibiotics can't touch. Multiply this colony by the jillions of doses prescribed for everything from deadly staph infections to the common cold, and we get the, quote, antibiotic paradox. The more we use them, the less effective they become, for they're creating a spreading epidemic of immune superbugs. A big cause of this is the push by drug companies to get patients and doctors to reach for antibiotics as a cure-all. For example, millions of doses a year are prescribed for children and adults who have common colds, flu, sore throats, etc. Nearly all of these infections are caused by viruses, which cannot, repeat, cannot be cured with antibiotics. Taking an antibiotic for a cold is as useless as taking a heart drug for heartburn. The antibiotics will do nothing for your cold, but it will help establish drug-resistant superbugs in your body. That's not a smart trade-off. This is Jim Hightower saying, in fact, it's incomprehensibly stupid. Antibiotics are invaluable medicines we need for serious, life-threatening illnesses, but squandering them on sore throats has already brought us to the brink of superbugs that are resistant to everything. That's the nightmare of all nightmares. 
Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us if you want Viagra at the lowest prices. Never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 800-357-1583 today to save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Affordable. Operators are waiting at 800-357-1583 to take your call now. Call 800-357-1583. That's 800-357-1583. Again, 800-357-1583. For several years, KCAA has been marketing the Longevity brand of nutritional and personal care products. Our experience with Longevity has been 100% positive so we are pleased to recommend them to you. Regarding nutritional supplements, we recommend Pollen Burst in the berry flavor and Tangy Tangerine 2.0 in the tablet form. For regularity issues, we recommend three-day cleanse and for personal care, we recommend morning hydration cream. You can shop online for Longevity at www.kcaateam.com or you can order by phone by calling 800-982-3197 and tell customer support that you are part of the KCAA team. Longevity is an American company based in San Diego. Call Longevity at 800-982-3197 and ask about monthly auto ship that allows you to buy Longevity products at wholesale prices. That number again, 800-982-3197. In these days, your dining out choices are limited. Want something mouth-watering good, tasty, convenient, but not the same old, same old? Najwa's Fine Mediterranean Cuisine in Loma Linda has affordable taste sensations and some of the best authentic Mediterranean cuisine around. Fresh, local, healthy, and handmade food made with love and passion in every bite. From delicious beef and chicken kebabs, pitas, excellent hummus, or one of their many other salad soups, shawarma bowls, or sandwiches, Najwa's is the place to go. Najwa's is currently open for takeout only, but keep them in mind for your special events coming up too. Najwa's Caterers, local delicious food all day long. Najwa's Authentic Mediterranean Cuisine, located just off of Anderson and Tippecanoe and the 10 Freeway at 24711 Redlands Boulevard in Loma Linda. Call Najwa's Mediterranean Cuisine. You can order at 909-894-0488. 909-894-0488. Najwa's, great local food nearby. Take it out all day long. how we do it it's sunday night 
on KCAA. We are back on Whatever Works. I'm with Sahil. We're just joking around, talking, you know, telling stories, talking about our ideas and stuff. Um, before we went on break, I was telling a story about one of my worst um, beach trips I went to. <clears throat> the catch everyone up, um, long story short, got my car towed at like 8 in the morning, shoeless, walked two, two and a half miles to the uh, towing place and had to pay a pretty good, pretty good, you know, not fine, but... A hefty sum. Yeah, a hefty a sum. A hefty sum. <laughs> and so we'll just continue on the story because, you know, it just, it's the whole day, you know? You know what I mean? It's like, it's not a, because people say, oh, I had a bad day. It's like, no, you just had a bad, like, 20 minutes or something. You know what I mean? Like, no, dude, this day was bad from when it started. That's, that's, <laughs> exactly. like, that's real. That's, like, yeah. really, really real. I'm just being honest. Yeah, because I moved out of the house. Like, that morning I woke up, I just, boom, packed my stuff, you know, left. So started off the day pretty well. Anywho, so I got my car back. Um, so we go to, we go to Huntington, mm -hmm. right? And it was the U.S. Open. Oh, nice. That's like one of my favorite places. To be yeah. So I was like, yeah. I was like, okay, my day is about to get better. Yeah. It's so much and, fun. You know, I had a couple beers and this and this and this. And I, I learned my lesson. I'm, I'm stupid for like, not, not, not that I'm stupid for not getting away with it, but I'm still doing this. But, um, you know, I had a bunch of beers in my backpack and I had a water bottle filled with beer. You don't put a beer in a plastic <laughs> water bottle, you know? You live and you learn. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I did. Um, so I'm walking down the stairs under the bridge, about to cross. I'm with my cousin. I'm wearing a big old straw hat, right? Mm -hmm. I was beach ready. And um, there was like three, four officers down at, down at the bottom of the stairs. And I, I walked past them, and they were like, hey, you. And my cousin turns around, right? My cousin turns around because he just, he just doesn't like, you know, whatever. Turns around, he's like, no, you with the straw hat. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, oh excuse me. I was like, oh, man, that's me. So I turn around. And they're like, why are, you, why are you drinking in public? I was oh, like, man. Oh. Was, to be honest, I was like, just trying to have a good time. And he's like, do you have anything else, in, any booze in, or anything on you? I was like, yes. He's like, where? I was like, my backpack. Right? He's like, have a seat. So now, everyone at US Open. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen that before. Like, the cops are just, like, running people's bro. backpacks on, like, the, on the pier. Yeah, on the yes, walk, yes. On the that was me, bro. <laughs> he's like, have a seat. And I sat down on the dirt and it was like people just like surround me and then like more cops came and they, they wouldn't let my cousin near me whatever like it was so crazy so i sat there nice and calm you know i got caught i'm not gonna like fight it or it's anything like the punishment was public shaming man yes it was Jeez, yes it was yeah. so they're like do you have your um your id on you or anything yeah, like this? yeah, yeah. And i told them no because it was in my car yeah yeah I, after i got my car i did not bring my wallet with me because we're going to the beach i don't bring my you know yeah yeah, so, yeah you keep that in the car yeah, that makes so i was sense. like no he's like do you have any identification i said no sir and so he's like, well, what are we going to do with you? <laughs> we can't just let you go. We don't know who you are. And I was like, I just sat there. I was like, I don't know. And then he asked, because there was like four cops. He asked one of them. He's like, Sarge, you got a fingerprint scanner? He's like, because if none of them do, we got to take you to jail, you know, because they got a finger scanner yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And he asked all of them. And they all said no, but the last guy. And then they got lucky. He scammed me. You know, I'm, I'm good. I'm clean. No worries. But gave me a drinking in public ticket. You know, after yeah. paying a hefty bill on the car. And at the time, I only had, like, $64 in my bank account. So I was like, wow, this is a, this is a good day. Dude, you know? my cousin's got a bill for that in Huntington as well, dude. But they were, like, on the beach itself. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. Um, so what happened with him? Uh, dude, he got, like, a, a fat ticket. Like, it was 
$400 plus, I'm pretty sure. It was big. It was for, for, for like, drinking in public, like, at the beach. Don't do it. Yeah, don't no, it. yeah, guys, don't do it. <laughs> they don't mess around in, in West Coast beaches, especially around L.A. They do not mess around. Yeah, you're trying to have a good time. Well, they can make it a lot worse. Yeah, they will find you, and they will be happy about it. <laughs> they do this for a living, you know? Yeah. But, okay, so were you there, or? Yeah, no, I, the thing is, is, like, I was pulling up before like i was literally you know carting my like you know like those beach carts that you have i like my chair in there like my umbrella um i like my spike ball set i was just like you know rolling it just chilling and i, I literally see the cops talking to them and then they came up to me and were like yeah we just got a ticket for four hundred dollars and i'm like oh man why it's like that is crazy <laughs> what <laughs> yeah like that is a big fine like i didn't think it'd be like that much but that is a big fine yeah have you um experienced anything with like bad interactions with the cops um, no, actually, like, every time I've, like, I've talked to a cop, pretty, no. like, reasonable. I'm, I mean, <laughs> okay. I'm a re- let's, let's rewind here. How many, t- how many times have you talked to cops? Like, is that, like, a like a thing or for you or what? No, no, no. No, I'm just saying. Always oh, getting in trouble? <laughs> no, I don't, no, no, no. I, that, I phrased that wrong. My bad. Um, no, I, like, like, when I was a kid, I mean, like, you know, I had one situation with the cops. But, like, you know, it was handled well. I, like, you know, I just followed the rules. Didn't, like, say anything dumb. You know, just like comply. How, how you're supposed to do it, right? Yeah, 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 like, and you know, like, the cop that was like I was dealing with, he was a really nice guy. He was like explaining everything to me. He could tell that I was like kind of nervous and stuff, so he wasn't right. like tripping. And so, like, yeah, he was pretty chill. He explained everything to me, and then like, you know, yeah, he was a really nice guy about it. I didn't get in trouble because like, you know, I wasn't doing anything wrong. You so, know, yeah, just <laughs> a misunderstanding, and like, you know, it was it was. It, it went up, well, right? It, it ended up well, yeah. Like, obviously, at the time, I was super nervous and stuff, but yeah. It went well. I had a, I had a lot of um, good interactions with cops. I don't think I had a bad one, but one time, this cop like came up on us because my friend Joseph, uh, he dri- he used to drive like a 1986 Cadillac, mm-hmm. all steel, long boat. Like it was just like it's a really old thing, but there's no paint on it, right? Mm-hmm. They're just metal and rust, mm-hmm. but it's like a pit mobile. Okay. Know? Okay. And so. We were we just got food and we're like, hey, where should we where should we eat? Yeah, you know? like where are you gonna go find a spot to yeah, eat? So yeah. there's a spot where it's like like a turnaround spot on like this low like the street's not busy, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, like not mm-hmm. that many cars pass by. So we just parked right there, we're chilling and a couple cars went by and we got done eating, so I pull up to the house right around the corner and you know, I get out of the car and all of a sudden just whoop whoop, like lights and everything, right? And it was it was getting dark, so all the reflections of light was going through like my neighbor's house, my mom's house. So everyone comes outside, like, what what's happening, you know? Oh yeah, everyone's like. <laughs> the cop comes out. What were you doing over there? Blah blah blah. And I was like, I, I was just eating. <laughs> and then I had like a Burger King bag. <laughs> and then he was saying that um, he got called like multiple calls about like uh, a suspicious vehicle, like, like suspicious in, behavior, in like suspicious yeah. activity. And yeah. It's like we understand because the car definitely looks like. Not a not a good modest car, you know what I mean? <laughs> like someone would be using that car for suspicious activity. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but we have never once um, had anyone talk badly about that car. Like in the back of our minds, like it wasn't my car; I didn't drive it. But in the back of me and my friends' minds, it was like it's a it's a piece of crap car, you know. <laughs> but it was a V8, and the inside 
It had like white leather, but it was like 1986. Nothing's been done to it. You know what I mean? So it's, oh, all so like, it's like all the parts on the inside are still vintage and yeah, stuff. Too. Oh, yeah, that's pretty the rims nice. and everything. If you restored that car, that'd be pretty sick. Yeah, and that's that's one of his um, future plans is to do oh, that. Oh yeah, it, I definitely would. Yeah, we did a lot of things in the, in the caddy, but um, oh man. I wish I knew where I was going with that story. That's the Goon Squad car right there, huh? It really was, man. We took that to all the parties, and it was a V8, man. So it would like, it would like crawl and just boom, like it would like oh, jump. Dude, you know that, what I mean? That's cool. That's it cool. Was, it was pretty cool. But yeah, so we thought it was like the way it looked it wasn't attractive. You know what I mean? And so, like as a story, this one girl came up to Joseph. And she's like, "Hey, can you give me a ride home?" Mm -hmm. Right? And Joseph was like, he, he he thought the girl was cute. Mm -hmm. And, like, they knew each other for a while. And he was just like, yeah, sure, I'll get you right home. Yeah, yeah. And I started, I, I smiled. Right? Me and him looked at each other because, like, oh, she gets to see what he drives. You know, like, when she looks at it, like, it's a steel, like, box, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? It's just, like, a rusted box. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. And, um, and it's super long. But um, so we're getting ready. And she was like, so what kind of car do you drive? And he was like, a Cadillac. <laughs> She's like, ooh, a caddy. We're like, yeah. <laughs> you know? And we go down to the parking lot, and it's like all the cars are just like disappearing, except for his, right? And she's like, which car is yours? And we're just like walking straight to it. And he's like, oh, it's this one. And I, like, we thought her reaction was going to be bad, uh -huh, right? Uh -huh. She loved it. She loved it. But when she hopped inside, she was like, Joseph, I, I really want this car. Like, how much would you sell it for, you know? Dang, really? Yeah, she had like a she had like a connection with the car beyond and, the, right, she had an she loved it. Yeah, 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 love at first sight with the car uh -huh. for sure. That's crazy. Um, when we used to go to like gas stations, mm -hmm. you know, we have some elders come up to us, oh, well, like really like be inspired by the car and yeah, stuff. Old like, heads love the couple yeah. of cars, dude. Man, we had we had um, like people want to like race us, you know, just like on the streets, <laughs> like who's in, and people like yell out the wind. Like this one time, this guy was yelling. And he's like, oh, that's a, like, that's a doo-doo car, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we were butthurt. That's like the first time anyone, like, you know, talked yeah. smacked on it. And we pull up to a stop sign, and he's like, nah, we're just kidding, man. That's a that's a piece of history. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. We love it. And I was like, that's right. You yeah, know? yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. And like, I'm really big into cars, too. I'm yeah. actually uh, uh, going off of that. I'm, try I'm trying to buy a 1995 Spirit R RX-7, like the FDs, like, like the rotary engine ones. Those are crazy. I want to get into like track stuff, so mm. I'm saving up for it because those right. are those are collector cars, but they're like like Japanese Yushimushi American cars like that are super yeah. expensive because they're like rare. I'm not I'm not too familiar with the name. Um, you know like RX7s, right? Like it's like the Spirit R1, so it's like the turboed uh, two rotary, and like FDs are like this like the old like the older or like the shape from like I think like past the 80s, I believe, when they started looking like real sleek instead of like boxing. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, so yeah, those yeah. are the FDs. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to get one of those, but they are expensive, man. Really? Dude, like for like $20,000 for an old car like that cuz they're all like collector cars, you know. So it's right. like, like they're really really hard to find cuz everyone like I don't know if it's the Fast and Furious hype or what. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous, dude. I I just want to I just want a rotary car, but too bad what, they what? don't have RX7s like that cheap anymore. So that's like your favorite car? I would say like that car I really really want um or like another dream car, I really—it's like obviously super unnecessary, and I might be compensating for something. But you know, a Hellcat. I really, really want a Hellcat one day. Like I don't know why. I think it's because I listen like too much Twenty One Savage or something. But like a Hellcat okay. would be. Why not a Demon? You, you know. Yeah. Oh, if I really make that, it, yeah, that's yeah, a little yeah, too much. Take it, no, yeah. dude, that's not too much. I definitely take it in as as much as much horsepower as I can get. That'd be kind of cool. See, my friend, he was um, 
he's very introverted and he did all his like work at home and stuff yeah, yeah. and he wasn't much of anything he was he was really smart though mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and so like now now that he's in his like 20s he's starting to like come out more mm-hmm. yeah he like he used to be against like doing stuff dangerous right <laughs> now he's like he bought a car he wants to soup it up and i'm like bro what, what are you doing like <laughs> what are you trying to accomplish you know and it's like he wants to go fast and stuff i'm like no yeah i've always been into like racing and stuff i used to like watch f1 with my dad like growing up i love like gt2 gt3 racing i love rally racing i don't watch nascar though it's mm. not like no offense to people who like nascar but i just don't find it that interesting i mean have you even tried no i've watched nascar like it's not like i have more than once yeah no multiple times like a lot of my friends especially grew up in you i grew up in you <laughs> right a bunch of my friends watch nascar and like i'd go over to their house and they'd be like they'd be watching it their dad be watching it but like I don't know. I grew up on F1 and like mm. those kind of ra- like the that serious kind of- races. Huh? Yeah, dude, the serious racing. No, it's like NASCAR is pretty intense, dude. They're going fast, like super duper fast. Have you ever been to one like in person? Like, dude, I heard it's I, I feel like I would be down to go see it in person because I heard it's insane. Like just like the cars driving past you is like nuts. Yeah, you got to you got to wear earmuffs. Yeah, like, like earplugs, yeah, 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 yeah. you know. So I, I've been to the Long Beach Grand Prix before to like see like like races and stuff. I think there was like a Formula One race. I forgot what I saw. I was a kid, though. And I remember I had to wear like earplugs. Like I was like eight years old, and it's just like oh yeah, definitely eight like, years old. They want to protect those baby ears. You know, it's kind of bad because I listen to music super loud in my car, and I'm pretty sure I have tinnitus, so it didn't really work out that well. Yeah, you know, so- <laughs> sooner than later, you know what I mean. I can just hear that like buzzing in my ears, like, all the yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, like some no, not all the time. If it was all the time, I'd be really, really concerned. Yeah, yeah it does come up once in a while. That's pretty crazy. My <laughs> brother, he was on the mountain bike team. And Ukaipa High. Oh, that's a, they're pretty legit, dude. Hey. They are pretty yeah, legit. Yeah, he really is. He got, he was second in the, in the state. Wait, uh, what's your brother's name? Josiah. Oh, I feel like I know who you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, Josiah Works, or JC. People call okay. him JC, because okay. his middle name is Caleb. Right. But he's in the Marine Corps now, you know, salute to you. Nice. But, nice um. Yes. Thank you for your service, man, by the way. Yeah. Um, he had a state race over, I think it was Monterey. I don't know. I, I only been to a few, because I was, I was actually bad luck. But long story short, his mountain bike race was right next to or right on the McLaren track. Oh, wow. And they had McLarens out there and oh, stuff. Oh, that's pretty tight, actually. And, you know, in high school, bro, you don't see too many McLarens, <laughs> especially, like, parked right next to you because it was, like, a campsite, you know, because people camp there. They yeah, get their cars yeah. ready and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool, man. But, um, yeah, he got – I was always bad luck, though. Because every time I didn't go to his races, mm-hmm. he would get first place, second place, first place, second place, right? I was like, all right, Jason, I'm going to cheer you on. I go to one. He's like, 36th place. Dude, you might make him nervous. No, I'm just kidding. No, I don't think it was that. I don't know what it was. <laughs> but then, so I was like, all right. Because he did it for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not going to go to your race again. Yeah. Because last time he got 36. Not that like I'm mad at you or anything like that, or I don't think you would do it, but it's just like, maybe it's me, you know? Yeah. Comes back, first place, third place. You know, second that's place. crazy. I go back like 46 place. I went to his last or last two, and it was it just went downhill from there, bro. It was, what? I really <laughs> I really think it was me Dude. that brought the bad car. You shouldn't hold that on your conscience, man. That's that's no, heavy I, stuff. I mean, we laugh at it. No, yeah, I don't. that's funny. You know, though. but that's kind of crazy though when you think about it. Like, jeez. <laughs> yeah, Dang. like b- what I was gonna say before we went on the air. Uh, like, do you know a lot about like law of attraction? Not too much but if you want to like like fill me in on a little bit well i don't know too much about it either but in a sense where it's like you keep speaking something like out in the universe Mm -hmm. and then like if you really like talk about it really put thought into it like Mm -hmm. eventually it will come to you like you're attracting it yeah well 
there's certain things like that um, that I experienced. I don't think it's law of attraction, but I had like I had plans. You feel me? So when going into high school and coming out of high school mm-hmm. was like a big eye opener for me. Mm-hmm. You know, because I I had a I had a lot of friends. I was I was very popular going from middle school going into high school because I have two older brothers and we're all 16 to 18 months apart. I think it's 18. Okay, for sure. And so coming in as a freshman, you know, the sophomores and juniors, they they knew my brothers, they knew me, you know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. very popular. I knew everyone. I was going around and, you know, going to groups and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then coming out, you know, I, I slowly, like, closed my, my friends in, you know, to, like, the real friends, like, who yeah, you yeah, actually yeah, people who with. you, like, really, yeah. really hung like out your, with. Your circle, your clique. Yeah. And, you know, they're just doing the same thing. So I was like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get a job. I'm not going to have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I didn't think dating was cool back in high school because, like, it stopped you from everything. Like, it really did. From, like, sports, it'll stop you. From your emotions, it'll stop you. From your motivation, it'll stop you. Like, no way no. You know? Yeah, it's like, unless you, like, know how to manage stuff and you're, like, mature. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, okay. It, it, can, it can definitely mess you up. No, you're right. Yeah. But, like, obviously the maturity comes with time and experience. It's yeah. not like, yeah. So I told myself, I was like, I'm, I'm going to go on my grind. Yeah, no, That's yeah. what I called it, you know. So yeah. I, I went to, uh, I was a server, and I made my money, mm-hmm. focused on school, mm-hmm. did my thing. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I'm not going to get a girlfriend until I get a, a place. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Told that self, told myself that for like three years. Yeah, you got yourself straight, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. And the crazy thing is, is like, right, as soon as I got a house, mm-hmm. I had a girlfriend. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what it was, bro. Like maybe, like my mind just relaxed on it, or but or like that law of attraction, like ideal, where it's like I kept talking about it, like. After I get the place, I'll get a girlfriend. Yeah, it's just like it's like you kind of like set that priority, and also it's I think it's just like now that like you you kind of were set, you kind of like were able to like focus on that Relax. too. Yeah, yeah, and people like who haven't like moved out yet or like this and that, like you think you can do like a perfect schedule, you know? No, oh, no, you can't, dude. You have to if you're living with other people, you have to work around them. Like yeah. I live at home right now, and when I save up and when like after I start working, save up a bit. I'm going to definitely move out because, like, I just like my own routine. Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I love you, mom and dad. But, like, living, <laughs> I love at, you too. <laughs> living at home is yeah. kind of, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to just leave it at that. Yeah, no, when I when I moved out and it was, like, a couple months in, you know, I go back to my parents' house and it's my mom and my stepdad. And he was like, hey, how you doing? How are things? And I didn't, I didn't mean it towards them or anything. Just, like, my, my response was, oh, so much better now. No, I mean, like, yeah, you totally. Know? I think it's, like you have to find like that time for yourself and like figure out yourself. But mm-hmm. like also like shout out to my parents though. Like I definitely think like they've done like as much as they could for me and my little brother, which is like, obviously like I could never probably repay them. But like, you know, it's like, there's a balance of things. Like you are your own person, right? You yeah. gotta like, you gotta leave, you gotta leave the nest one day. Gotta fly, bro. You gotta fly. You think you're ever going to take care of your parents, like, if they needed it? Or? Oh, yeah, I definitely... Uh, the thing like, is, that, I, That's how you can repay them. You can, yeah, I mean, yeah, but, like, the, see, the thing is, my parents, like, especially my mom and dad, they're so independent, and they have never, like, I've never, like... They're so good at just doing whatever they can. They're, like, super self-sufficient, like... They're moving, right? Yeah, they... Um, moving? Well, like, 
you know, they're staying oh, yeah. in motion. Yeah, you know, no, like they, they like, keep themselves they keep, busy, yeah, you know. Like, keep on their toes. <laughs> you said they're moving? What? I was like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you confused You know, they're moving, they're kicking me out? Wait, what? No, <laughs> I have to pay for the house, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would be... I would your be dad, done, your dude, dad did done. it for you to motivate you to, like, get the I couldn't money. pay for a mortgage like that. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be done. My yeah. credit score would go down so fast. They look at it at first like, okay, he has a good credit score, you know? <laughs> That's pretty good. No, I, I've seen your house. It's, it's a really nice house. Oh, thank you, dude. Yeah, my parents worked hard for that house. Yeah, the house that I used to live in, like, all my friends, see, they took care of me when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Like, not in that, like, sad sense. Like, I, I always had, like, a family. So what I'm saying is, like, you know, even in school or, like, out of school, you know, I didn't have a car. I didn't have a job. And they had cars. They had jobs. So they, like, you know, they took yeah, they care of me. They just, yeah, yeah, that's dope. That's dope. And um, so it's, like, now it's, like, my time to – not return the favor, not yet, you know what I mean? But, like, for a good cause, you know? Like, I would always be there for my friends. and like, Yeah, at least you're, like, you like, know, you'd, you'd be willing to pay it back now that you can. Yeah, because, like, my house, when I lived there for 19, 20 years, and um, it was an old farmhouse. Oh, okay. You know? Okay. And so it wasn't, like, a modern house or anything like that because mm-hmm. it was off of um, Douglas. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. Where, I know the area. Yeah. I know the area. And so... Like, we had a big old anchor, and, like, what we did back in the day was, like, you know, build ramps and, like, out of dirt, you know, like, shovel, mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. my whole backyard was crazy. But like, other people in Yukaipa High would have, like, their their parents, like, look like they were more wealthy. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how my parents are. Maybe they just save, like, 90% of the money or stuff, but they don't really, like, show it, you know? Yeah, so, like, my parents are like that, too. It's just, like, now that, like, my dad's been, like, working really, really hard, they're, and also that they're getting older, they don't. Like, I think it's also a lot of the culture. Like, Indian people are, like, pretty frugal in general. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's just how they are. But, like, yeah, I, to- I totally see that. Like, some people just don't flex it. I think the richest people, obviously, like, don't flex their money. Oh, of course I think not. it's the people with, like, actual wealth. Yeah, no, they're not the The people ones. who flex have temporary wealth. Or, like, they have, yeah. like, just barely. Like, they save up to get stuff like that, I feel like. Because, like, people who have real wealth, like, you, wouldn't, you couldn't tell for yeah. the most part. I mean, with me, I don't have tattoos or piercings or anything you don't look like you have tattoos piercings or anything i'm trying to get a tattoo though so okay cool yeah yeah Yeah, okay what kind of tattoo i'm gonna i want to build out a sleeve so i'm gonna first like build the dagger here i'm I'm just getting because like i don't i'm not like the kind of guy that wants to get a tattoo for like a meaning i just want to get it because i want a tattoo Ah. yeah i'm like one of those people wait i don't know if that's a bad thing or not no it's definitely not but yeah i want to start off with like one piece and like build it into like a whole quarter sleeve the nice thing about being a programmer is I can still like hide it in my like business casual mm. attire when I do like when I start working in like the office. Obviously, COVID right now makes it kind of hard. Yeah, but it's interesting actually. I get like I get to work from home, so it's all remote. So like I go to like Zoom meetings and stuff. Like I work with my team. Like I basically sit in a Zoom call like eight hours a day. So like with my team, so we can like share our screens and like do work together and stuff like that. So yeah, is is there like a like a head director or anything? Yeah, we like? have a team lead. So, like, the team lead basically gives you, like, task for the day or, like, whatever, like, weekly or, like, bi-weekly task, depending on how long the task is and how big it is. And they basically give you that task and you have to do it. And then it's like, yeah, that's pretty much it. And Are you going to start making good money with it or? I mean, yeah. Eventually, I, like, right? Um, I mean, right now it's, like, it's pretty good starting pay. Good. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, programming, dude. It's the future, man. It pays super well. It's, like, one of the highest medium like incomes in the u.s that's probably like one of the hardest things to get into yeah no no don't i'm not saying it's easy though it is extremely (laughs) you got to put the work in if you want to be a programmer for sure but i do i think it's like one of those things it's like math and english you can teach it like at a young age and it can be like one of those fundamental skills and i think it it should be because it's like dude 
computers and everything that we use, like technology, you know, like programming right. is like in everything, even in like, it's getting into everything, even things you wouldn't think about, like, like bathrooms and like anything cars. that has like some sort of like technology or robotics in it, like programming is a part of it. And like programming is what gets stuff to like communicate with like chips and like computers and like to do the things that it does, like software. So is like there any like, things. so is there like any hard work that you have to do, like in like physical, like, what do you mean like programming, just like putting zeros to ones or? So like programming is like you write in like different languages to like make software to do different things. So like there can be different software for like different purposes. Um, you can use like JavaScript and like different stuff like that to make like web, uh, like C Sharp. I think C Sharp is used for like web design and stuff like that. Um, Python you can use for um, different, bunch of different stuff. It's like super powerful tool. C++ is more for like backend software engineering for like the backends of like app dev and stuff like that. Hmm. That's where you like make like functions and different stuff like that. I tend to do, I, I don't, I don't like web dev. I'm not really that creative. I don't like really doing design. Ah. So like I've got, I do like a lot of backend stuff. I got into like AI, which is like super heavy into the math side of things, but it's like what things are kind of like heading in towards, I guess. But it's like, it's pretty cool stuff. Right. Cause like, I mean, you know, they say like science is the future or whatever, but like math is like really the backbone of it. Dude, math yeah. isn't everything, man. It's, 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 <laughs> it's so overwhelming how, like, if you really think about it, it's literally in everything. You know, there was a, um, uh, there's a, I don't want to say a country, like a small place where it's like, it's so third world mm -hmm. or like below where it's like, they don't count, they don't have numbers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this guy went over there, right? And this guy was like in a lake, a little thing, and he had like, bunch of like hooks like fishing hooks mm -hmm. and he placed down he placed down like two hooks and he says how many is that and he said a few then he placed down a third one he's like how many is that he's like a few more and he placed down like five how many is that a lot or like a bunch mm -hmm. you know and it's like they don't they i don't know dude like the scaling of it is just like crazy like there's so much diverse and to where like there's like, like there's bird like a bird language do you know what that is there's a place like i want to say we're like in sweden or something they communicate with like whistling like birds oh that's crazy so there's a whole village where there's no like it's just you think it's birds but it's people like talking to each other that's kind of cultish but that's kind of cool too yeah but i don't know man because it was just language is crazy no but that, actually that's not really that's actually that's awesome because it's like i mean like there's like language like all throughout the world, there's like different places. Oh. And it's just like it's like the ver the yeah like I speak English, uh, Spanish, and Hindi, and like nice. Hindi is like the native language of India, and it's just like it's so different than Spanish and English. Like it's crazy well, different. You know, it's a good thing. I think we should all you know speak different languages and stuff like that. Yeah, it's definitely helpful. All right, <laughs> way to wrap it up, guys. Keeping it on real on KCAA 1050 AM 1023 and 106.5. I'm Sam Works, and this is Sh Sahil. Clocking out, setting works, whatever it is. CAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM.
NBC News Radio. I'm Matt Mattinson. Voters continue to show up.